Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Thursday, May 4th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Star Wars Day. Let's go. May the 4th be with you, Bryce. May the 4th be with you, Billy. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, uh, although they have fallen off here in the recent years. Kind of made some some poopy stuff that that I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, Billy, I don't don't know if you've seen the new series Andor on on, uh, Disney+. I haven't. And, and I'm going to blow your mind here. I still haven't seen The Mandalorian. Yeah, it, the first couple of seasons of The Mandalorian are good. I feel like this season, they sort of don't know where the story should be, so it kind of drags on. I haven't I haven't seen the complete season of this but, new season. But I'll, I'll say this. Like, from what I've heard, um, the director or the, the creator of The Mandalorian, which is... John Favreau. Favreau. Favreau is freaking awesome, man. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Let's, let's think about what he's done. He brought back he brought back Marvel movies. Like he was the director of, of the Iron Man movie with uh RDJ. Yep. And that pretty much started the Marvel movies. Marvel uh, which is awesome. Um, he did The Mandalorian. He's also done a few Disney movies. Like, he was the director of, um, I believe, the live-action Lion King and the live-action Jungle Book. I oh, believe. I don't know. I haven't seen those. Which are really, really freaking good. Um, so, it's just things like that that I I really admire John Favreau. And you think about what he's done and... As, as far as an actor is concerned, he was, you know, he's always been the comic relief and he is just a phenomenal director. And, and but, I mean, you're, you're his best acting role, in my opinion, it's, it's tied really for his best acting role. I, I'm not sure if it's as the crazy SWAT cop linebacker in the replacements, yeah. which I, which is, <laughs> he is phenomenal. That is a great movie. I love him in that. Or if uh, it's him in ringers, with Vince Vaughn, uh, movie yeah. way back in the day, or yes. is it the crazy MMA brother in Four Christmases, or is it the uh, the the husband in Couples Retreat that thinks he's still twenty one years old? <laughs> the one in Couples Retreat is really good, man. He's so funny in that movie. He's he so is good. so good. <laughs> but, um, you're right. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see that Favreau, like you said, was the comic relief, and he's came over and he's been a phenomenal director so you haven't seen the new star wars stuff i haven't seen any of the marvel stuff uh i haven't seen like any of the avengers spider-man iron man i haven't seen any of those um so uh, yeah I, I know they're i know they're insanely popular because of how much oh. 
how much okay, money they made. Seen, I haven't seen Mandalorian or Andor. Like, I've seen, I've seen the the movies. Um, I've the, gotten caught up there. But... The only three movies that exist in the Star Wars realm. That's what you're talking about. <laughs> the the OT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ones that came out in 77, 79, and 82, those ones, yeah. Those are the only Star Wars movies that exist. The others Dude, I, picked are absolute, absolutely awful. I almost sent you a TikTok yesterday. Somebody was talking about um, Star Wars Day being today, and they're like, yeah, do you want to watch Do you want to watch a trilogy? And they're like, do you want to watch the OT, the, the Old Testament, or do you want to watch the New Testament, which was like uh, the the prequels right. or he said or do you want to watch the book of mormon <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good and I, I laughed so hard my uh my favorite part about the new three movies are one of the movies i think it was the second one uh the, the plot line is there's a ship running out of gas in space that's the whole plot line it's phenomenal it's so good it's a uh it's a, you know running out of gas gotta stop off it's so horrible i'd watch andor though andor might possibly be the greatest Star Wars thing ever made. It might be better than the original trilogy. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's really good. Really, really good. I highly suggest it. Billy, this is the time of the year where I sort of get depressed. Uh, we're, we're kind of coming to the end of the high school season, and the main reason we made this podcast is to follow high school sports. And, you know, we still have, we still have a couple baseball teams playing, but sports are kind of winding down for high school, so it's a little depressing for me when we go into the summer. Dude, but we're... We, like you realize that after about maybe two or three weeks from now we're done with high school sports yeah yeah we're we're done so something to pick you up a little bit something to get you a little bit more excited we have a countdown to football now that we will be putting on our podcast today we are 91 days until the nfl starts okay 92 days until high school football starts and 100 114 days until college football now this is this is 91 days until the Hall of Fame game, which is like a month and a half before the actual season starts for NFL, 92 days until the first week of scrimmages for high school football, and 114 days until week zero for college football. So we are uh, we're on the countdown, man. We're on the countdown to football. Let's go. Let's make it happen. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I told you the other day when I was chopping up the Bowden football audio from this past season, man, it really got me excited for Friday night lights coming up. Oh, and, you know. and if people are not aware, hometown sports is going to blow your mind this year with football. We got some big <laughs> stuff. We got some really big stuff planned. Um, yeah, it's going to be hometown sports media is going to be the same, but different coming up this, uh, this high school football season. So I I'm stoked, man. We got some, we got some big things in the works. So I'm excited and we'll keep y'all uh, in the loop on that one. Uh, yep. Really, last last night, Braves beat Marlins fourteen to six. Absolutely, same but different. Yeah, yeah, same but different. <laughs> Absolutely, put it on the Marlins, fourteen to six. Billy, where has this Marcelo Zuna been the past uh, month, month and a half to start the season off? Because the past two days, he has absolutely destroyed the Trade baseball. Him now. Trade him <laughs> yeah. now. Yes, yes. His value you will never be higher. Trade him now. <laughs> uh, Billy, he has five hits over the past two games and five RBIs, including two home runs. Stupid man! I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm glad he did it. It's well, welcome back, Marcel. <laughs> glad you're actually yeah. to see stuff in your old stadium. 
Maybe we should trade him to the Marlins. You know? Maybe. No, if, if we did that, he would somehow find a way to haunt us, I believe. I, I don't know how oh. he would do it, but I feel like he'd find a way to haunt us. Uh, Acuna added in three RBIs. Riley, Albies, and Harris added in two RBIs as well. Kyle Wright got the start, but only went two innings, giving up three earned runs and three Ks, and he left with shoulder soreness. Uh, he was put on I the injured list that. today. Yeah, that's that's not great. And I believe Michael Harris also went on the injured list today. Um, he, did he go on the injured list, or did he he got pulled last night? Uh, let's see. Michael Harris appears to avoided a serious injury and may even avoid an IL stint. So good. that's good yeah. news. I was listening to it on the radio when I was coming back from Macon, um, and it sounded like just a hyperextended knee. He might need a rest for a day or two. Uh, so I would, I'd be pretty shocked if I saw uh, Michael Harris in the lineup on, on, for today's game. So Hilliard you know, will he, probably get the start. You hate to he, you hate to see that because what he did, like yesterday for instance, he hit a ball yesterday that was literally a ground ball up the middle. Literally just a ground ball up the, up the middle, past the second baseman, into kind of right center field. And yep. he turned it into a freaking double because he was yeah. busting his tail out of the box. A and hustle double. Like, good Lord, man. You're like, good, he's healthy. And then this happens. And you're like, good yeah. Lord. <laughs> can we can we avoid the injury bug, please? Uh, the pin for the Braves threw seven innings of two-run ball, which is great to see. Yes. Uh, but today, today was supposed to be a pin day for the Braves pitching, and that's going to switch over. Dylan Dodd's going to get the start today for the Atlanta Braves, so hopefully Dodd can go kind of deep and give that pin a bit of a rest after having to pitch the majority Boy, of the game yesterday. Yeah, uh, the story the story of the game yesterday, Billy, was not the fourteen to six Braves win or uh, Kyle Wright going on the injured list. You know, Michael Harris getting a little banged up. In my opinion, it was Jacob Stalling striking out. Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> did, did you see that? <laughs> no, I'll have to look oh, it up. Go look it up, man. Stallings and Acuna have the biggest smiles in their face. So Jacob Stallings starts by throwing him like a 46 mile an hour hook. Like it, it's just Jesus. it's the slow, it's a, just a tater up there that Acuna looks at and he just sort of laughs. The next pitch is a fastball that he, that he fouls off. And then the next pitch is a fastball low that catches the bottom of the strike zone, gets Acuna looking, and, oh, man, Stallings is, like, just doubled over laughing, walking off the field. Acuna's taking off his stuff inside the box laughing. It's hilarious. It's it's the best thing that happened in yesterday's game. It's so funny. Does it remind you anything of Rizzo striking out Freddie a couple years ago? Because it does. that was great. It's not to the extent of that, but it's right there. Like, it's right there hand-in-hand with Rizzo striking out Freddie. Yeah, it's it's really great. And for people that don't know, Stallings is the catcher for the Marlins. Who was it last year that hit Darno on a breaking (laughs) ball and Darno just fell over? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was like it, it... I don't even know if that pitch was above 50 miles an hour that hit Darno last year. It was, and it was a it was the position player, yes. and I can't remember who it was. It was for Washington. <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah, that was that was that was hilarious. But yeah, go go and check it out. It's uh, Stallings pitched the last inning of the game last night and st- struck out Acuna, and both of them okay. just had a huge huge smile on their face. It was awesome. It was phenomenal. Uh, Billy, I got a, I got an interesting topic here for you. The the Hawks season obviously over ended not the way we wanted it to do. I got a trade or keep Hawks version 
And this is just my opinion. And, you know, you chime in, let me know, agree, disagree. I'll go over each category. So I have a keep, a borderline, and a trade right now. So on my keep for the Atlanta Hawks for next season, I have Trey Young, Clint Capella, Bogey, Anyeka Okongwu, Sadiq Bey, Jalen Johnson, and A.J. Griffin. Um, sure. We'll go with okay. that. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm a little, little, little hesitant to, and, and you're going to, you're going to jump all over my butt about this, but Trey Young may have some trade value right now. Um, and the way that he and DeJounte played with each other, it wasn't great. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I can I can guarantee you the Hawks are not going to trade Trey, and if they do, they will not get back what he brings to the Hawks. He he's getting paid forty million dollars next year. Yeah, nobody nobody's taking that on. I, I mean, I think I think Trey has proved that he he can be the number one guy, but he's not a number one guy like a Joel Embiid or you know a James Harden or a LeBron James or a Steph Curry. He's not that guy. Um, and I just I don't think the trade value is going to be there for Trey Young just because of the amount of money he's going to be paid next year. I, I don't I don't think you I don't want to see him traded. And I don't I don't think you can trade him. Um, Clint Capella maybe. I mean he's getting paid twenty one million next year, so we'll kind of see what the trade market is for him. And the the amount of you know the amount of offense, the amount of production you get from Nyeka Okongwu, Sadiq Bay, AJ Griffin, and Jalen Johnson. It's nice considering all of those combined, I believe next year will only have a $19 million cap hit. So all four of those guys, 19 million combined, which is which is nice. Yeah. The, the border borderline for me, what you mentioned, Trey and DeJounte for some reason just didn't click last year. The borderline guy for me is DeJounte Murray. He's sitting right now at 18.2, which I would think that'd be pretty it's- simple to move. It's his last year, too, if I'm not mistaken, on his contract, right? This um, year will be? Uh, yes. Yeah, he'll be an unrestricted free agent in the 2024 right. season. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that that money is very, very easy to move. There's no yep. doubt. Yep. I think I think DeJounte Murray probably gets moved over to the trade column. I, I think they're going to move away from DeJounte Murray, in my opinion. I, I think they're going to come off of him. Which I hate. Because I really, I really liked Dejounte. I, I like, I liked the idea of Dejounte. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was, I thought he was going to be a much better player in the system than he was, and maybe that changes with with Quinn Schneider. You know, maybe maybe that changes. Maybe something that Quinn could bring in changes it. And, and Trey has said it himself, and Trey's dad has said it himself that nothing in Trey's career has been better for Trey than Quinn Schneider coming as, as head coach. And hopefully that's true, man, because Trey has sort of gotten the the moniker around the league and appropriately so that he is a coach killer. Yeah, you ain't wrong. Yeah. And, and the two that are on the trade block for me that are going to be hard to move, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre shouldn't be hard to move. I mean, they he, he's on the blocks for another one, two, three, four more years, getting paid 20, 21, 23, and 24 million. 
Yeah, but he's still a young kid that I think people... He's 25. 25 is mean, still the, young. At the end of this contract, though, he's going to be near 30. Okay. That's that's ancient in the NBA. Unless you're Where's LeBron right James. Now, what, 33? It, is DeAndre Hunter Steph Curry? No, but I'm just pointing out. The 30 for an average NBA player is ancient. And that's what DeAndre Hunter is. It's ancient. I hope it's not hard to move him. I would love to see him moved off the Hawks because he is an absolute black hole. Uh, DeAndre Hunter provided no assistance to the offense other than, you know, one or two games in the playoffs. I, I would love to see DeAndre Hunter move. It's just going to be tough. I mean, he he's owed, I think, over, let's see, two, four, six, eight. He's owed over $90 million in the next four seasons. I, and it, I think that's just going to be tough for a lot of teams to put $90 million of faith into DeAndre Hunter who cannot guard elite guards on the perimeter and is an offensive liability. Um, I think to come off of DeAndre Hunter, the Braves are going to have the Braves. The Hawks might have to trade draft capital, which I don't want to see. So I hope he's easy to move. I just, I don't, I don't think he is going to be. And then, and then we have Johnny Collins who has three more years left on his contract. And his contract is about 70 high seventies, low $80 million is what he has left on his contract. Yeah. The, the 25-26 season is a player option with a $26.5 million kicker in it. Uh, he'll 1,000% pick that up. Once again, he's a little he's a year younger than than uh, uh, than DeAndre Hunter. But I, I just, I, I don't know if we can move Johnny Collins, man. I mean, $25 million a year for a guy that gives you 11 points per game, like, that's, that's going to be rough. Yeah, but he's coming off two years ago where it was, what, 18 points a game? Yeah. Yeah, his, his production's gone down every single year since that high year when we made it to the Eastern Conference Final. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, uh, John Collins and DeAndre Hunter are the two guys that I would like to see off this Hawks team next year. I they, Their contracts are just so big, I'm not sure if they can do it. Okay. So that's my, uh, that's my trade or keep Hawks edition. And we'll probably do this again once we get closer to the draft. And then after the draft, we'll kind of see where the free agency pool is. I don't even know if the Hawks are going to have any draft cap, I mean, any any cap space to sign a free agent. Uh, I think right now we're over the cap by like $30 million and we're getting close to the luxury tax. So that's kind of, I don't know, that, that kind of sucks for a team that honestly is not close to an NBA championship to be that close to the luxury tax. So yeah. it's... Uh, it, honestly, the Hawks might be a couple years away from having to tank again and sort of resetting, resetting the roster, resetting the books, and resetting the uh, the draft capital that we have. Uh, yeah, Billy, I got I, you. Yeah, I have a I have a buy or sell NFL futures for you. Just a quick little peek at what FanDuel has as NFL futures, and just let me know if you buy or sell these odds right now that FanDuel has set. So Josh Allen right now is the MVP at plus 700. 700 is good value, but it's still going to be a little bit too much for my blood. Um, That one's hard to quantify. So I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that one. I'm with you. So I'm with you on that. I think Josh Allen has a very good chance of winning the MVP, but I'm also with you on the sell. Micah Parsons as defensive MVP for the NFL next year at a plus 700. That one's a lot closer. And I'll tell you, there's not many people who could go up against him and make that. But I'm still going to sell 
because the field is just so much greater. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Yep. I'm I'm a thousand percent on the same plane of thinking with you. Micah Parsons is a defensive MVP. I like the bet a lot more, but I am also in sell mode on that one. Billy, this next one I'm a thousand percent of. I don't know if I'm brainwashed. I don't know if I'm brainwashed, but I love this dude. I, I would go to I would go to battle. I would go to war for this dude. MCDC. Motor City Dan Campbell up there with the Lions as coach of the year as a plus 1,000. You put $100 on this, and it's going to be just great money for you because let's think about this. And and this is, I'll have more for this a little bit later, but you're only got 30 other or 31 other coaches, right? Right, right, yes. Plus 1,000 is really good value. And I would buy this in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat, especially considering how well they did in the draft, how well they've done so far in free agency. I like what Detroit's building up there, and Dane Campbell is a difference maker. So, yeah, I I like the value for sure. Yep, Yep. I agree, and we're locked in. We're locked locked in, Dan Campbell, uh, AP NFL Coach of the Year, $100 bet. There we go. All right placed i like it i like that one uh the next yep you convinced me you can i was thinking about it this morning boom right there 100 bucks mcdc coach of the year this year uh the next one i like as well i like this one a lot um i don't like it as much as mcdc as coach of the year but it's a it's a close second favorite for me i wish the odds were a little bit better though Bijan robinson as nfl offensive rookie of the year at plus 300 the plus 300 kind of throws me off um if it's a little bit worse odds or you know better value i think i'd probably go for this but um i I like the i I like him being offensive rookie of the year but the problem is when you start thinking of the other so there are three quarterbacks taking four right and those are the next three best odds you're gonna have to compete with that um so that's the only thing that's holding me off on on buying this yeah it's it's uh bryce young at a plus 430 cj strad at a plus 700 and anthony richardson and cj strad are somehow tied as the same odds for nfl offensive rookie of the year i don't under i don't understand that um yep. and then jackson smith and jigbo's fourth at a plus 900 so yep. I, I i'm with you i like it i think it's a good pick if i had to pick a player it would be Bijan robinson but a plus 300 is just not good enough odds for me to pick it. Right. Um, and and this next one, this next one, Billy, I love it just as much as MCDC. I think this is a sure thing. I would probably take this at negative odds. Eagles as bye. NFC champions at a plus 330. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. Right. I can't say that enough. And also, in looking ahead, and I'm not even joking, if I could parlay the next this one and the next one, I would. Um, you probably can't. Hold on. Let me try that. Uh, so the next one, so Eagles and NF- NFC champions at a plus 330, that's probably the best odds you're going to get all year. If you wait any longer, uh, you're not going to get as good of odds there. And the next one I have, the last one I have here, is Falcons as NFC South winners. They're the second favorite right now at a plus 260. New Orleans Saints, for reasons unbeknownst to me, are the favorites right now at a plus 125. But Falcons... As and you can't, you can't, you can't have a single parlay there. 
Just try oh, it. No nice. parlay. Yeah, yeah. With the Falcons, the Falcons is NFC South winners at a plus two sixty. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that. I would yeah, too. I would. I would too. I I think I think the Falcons are the best team in the NFC South, and I think at a plus two sixty right now, probably the best odds you're going to get. You get a couple weeks into the season, and people see what the Falcons have. I think it's. I don't think you're going to get as good of odds right now. But yeah, I, I would take. Uh, I would take the NFC NFC South champions, the Atlanta Falcons, at a plus two sixty, and that is your buy or sell NFL futures. All right, Bryce, let's hit the Marine South scoreboard. Last night at the state championship down in Mercer, you got to call the Premium Blue Devils final game of the year. And unfortunately, they fell to Oconee County 3-1. to one. But look, that Oconee County team was really freaking good. Like, really good. Yep. yep. And, yep. And, and, I mean, the Blue Devils shouldn't hang their heads, nothing like that. Oconee County. No, because Bremen, Bremen was really freaking good, too. Well, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. So... I, well, that's like I said, there's there's hundreds of thousands of girls out there in the state of Georgia that would kill for the opportunity to play in the state championship game. And uh, Bremen was the second best team in all of 3A this year. That was the only loss Bremen's had all year to a 3A team. That was the first time they've lost to a 3A team all year. Um, so a great season. Great season from all those seniors, that team, coaching staff, families. Congratulations. In the NBA, the 76ers fall to the Celtics 121-87. to Celtics tie up that series one to one in the NHL, the Devils fall to the Hurricanes five to one, and you say that the New Jersey leads that series, which confused me. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the, I think the New Jersey beat the um, uh, beat the Hurricanes five to one. That was my okay. Point. Yeah. yeah so sorry. De- was, I wrote those down before I had. Or, excuse me. Hurricanes beat the Devils. I wrote that before uh, before I had my first cup of coffee. Okay, so Carolina Kane, leads Kane. the series. Yes. Yeah, Carolina leads the series 1-0. Okay. Uh, Oilers fall to the Golden Knights 6-4, and Las Vegas leads that series. Uh, on the Swiss Four Coverings Games and Events calendar, we have playoff baseball tonight, and I cannot wait. Bowden versus... Playoffs? 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 Bowden versus GMC today at, at 4 p.m. at the Roop. Uh, you will hear that on Hometown Sports Media. That will be... Clay Harden and a special guest that you'll just have to wait to hear Ooh. when they uh, when they sign on. I'm I'm not going to throw that one out there yet. Is it Chip uh, Carey? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and then uh, Heard County versus Bacon County is also at 4 p.m. Um, so that'll be a fun time for Casey Bass and probably RB down in in Franklin today. Uh, in the NBA tonight, Lakers at Warriors at 8 p.m. That's an early start time. That's good for people that actually want to watch that series. I was thinking the same thing. I saw that game tonight, and I want to watch that series, and I was like, ah, it's going to be a 10 o'clock start. And I was like, oh, 8 p.m. I can watch, you know, first couple quarters. Braves begin what, early today? Uh, Braves begin today. Let me see. Click over here. Click that. I think they have a day game today. I think it's a one o'clock start. Uh, 4-10. 4-10 today. Yeah. Weird start. Okay. Miami's yeah, so weird. odd. Yeah, they are. Uh, in the NHL, the Panthers at Leafs. Florida leads that series 1-0. And then the Kraken at the Stars. Seattle leads that series 1-0. So that is your Smith's Four Coverings games and events calendar. And we are getting into the fun part of the NHL playoffs um I have I'll be honest I haven't watched a minute of the NBA playoffs outside of the Hawks but I've watched so much hockey 
and it's just so good to watch man so good sorry i've watched I've, i don't know i've probably watched more nba playoffs this year than i have nhl right now um especially especially that lakers warriors series like that's a that's an all-timer right there that's that's an all-time series so yeah once it uh I don't know. Once it gets closer to the uh, battle for Lorda in the NHL, if we get some game sevens, I'll tune into that. You ready for another cup of coffee, Billy? Let's do it. Let's do it. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strom, Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group, White Sox Middleton loved whiffing Cheater Correa last night. I mean, that is that is just uh, <laughs> you got to love that, man. It's just phenomenal. He earned the save last night and whiffed Correa doing it. Called him a cheater. Or what? Five oh, years, yeah. Post, post, uh, trash gate. Still calling him a great. Still calling him a cheater. You gotta love it, dude. I absolutely love it because I'm right there with you. I am. I hate the Astros. I will always hate everybody involved in trash can gate. Uh, GM Brian Cashman tells Yankees fans, "Don't give up on us yet." Uh, they are right now. I think they have a losing record, and they are dead last in the AL East. <laughs> Just wow. Just wow. <laughs> Uh, they, uh, they, uh, they are two games over 500. They're 17 and 15, but they are dead last in the AL East. It's just, honestly, you hate to see it. You hate to see it for those good guys at the Yankees. What's crazy is if they were, oh, yeah. if they were in the Central, <laughs> if they were in the Central, they'd only be a game behind the Twins. Uh, and if they were in the West, they'd only be a couple games behind the Rangers. So, uh, yeah, you just hate to see it for those good guy Yankees, right? No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> And another crappy team up in New York, the Mets. Scherzer is shaky in his return from suspension and is eager to quote-unquote move forward. Did you hear, and I'm not sure if you heard this, but did you hear that the reason Scherzer didn't um, appeal his suspension is because he would come off his suspension. He was supposed to come off his suspension against the Braves on that Monday, on this past Monday. And he was like, let me let me just beat the Braves. Yep. It was supposed I, to come off against him. And then the doubleheader threw him off. So he had to be pushed back a day. So it messed with him. Screwed everything up. Yeah, I did hear that. And I thought it was I thought it was amazing that we had that uh that doubleheader pushback day, so he wasn't available to come back and pitch against the Braves. I thought that was phenomenal. I like it. Yep. Uh, young Jets players in awe of new teammate Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers also picked up a new teammate. Uh, the Jets signed Randall Cobb for some reason unbeknownst to me. Well, from what I've heard, um, Aaron Rodgers is really impressed with a, a young Garrett Wilson. Um, oh. Comparing him to uh, what's, what's the kid's name that they just traded to Vegas. Green Bay traded the biggest. Oh, uh, Devontae Adams. Yes. He's comparing yeah. him to Devontae Adams. And I was like, oh. Wow. Woo-hoo. Holy smokes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, the Jets pick up Randall Cobb. I don't know why. He hasn't had over, I mean, he's had 441, 375, and 417 receiving yards the past three years. I, I don't, I depth, I guess. I don't know. Randall, Randall Cobb's washed. He's, he's no good anymore. He's over 30 as a wide receiver is, uh, is that's Dunzo in the NFL. Uh, Titans Ryan Tannehill says Will Levis's pick is a bit of deja vu for him. Yeah, okay. He said, yeah, we've been down this road before, so it's definitely a little deja vu, Tannehill said on Wednesday, talking about the Malik Willis pick a couple years ago 
um, for the uh, for the Titans. Do you think Will Levis makes a start this year for the Tennessee Titans? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Okay. Um, I, do you remember? I will say. A... Go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll say he makes a start, but only because of injury. I don't think he beats out Tannehill. I, I say Tannehill misses one or two starts just because of injury this year. Do you remember? And this is. We've been doing this a very long time, Bryce. Indeed we have. Indeed we have. Do you remember the draft that Tannehill got drafted in? And all we could focus on that Tannehill was Tannehill's girlfriend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tannehill had a smoke show for a girlfriend. Absolutely. Um, Have you seen all the memes from Will Levis's girlfriend uh, in the the war room? Oh, no, but I'll, she's, I'll like, she's to... like sitting there. She's like sitting there talking and she's like, is there? They put captions over like she's not saying this, but they put captions over. She's like, is, uh, is CJ Stroud single? What about Bryce Young? How about <laughs> Anthony Richardson? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, don't do her like that. It's pretty bad. Uh, Billy, and today in 1973, the longest baseball game in Philadelphia's Veterans Stadium happened. The Phillies beat the Braves five to four in 20 innings two zero. Bryce would have hung himself. I'd have left. <laughs> like, nope, absolutely not. We'll see you guys later. No way I'm staying here for 20 innings. Good Lord. 20, 20 innings? 20 innings of baseball. 20 innings of 1973 baseball. So you I know wonder... that took about 17 hours. No, 17, 73 wasn't too bad. They were still moving pretty quick. They didn't have to worry about TV timeouts and crap. Yeah, but they had to, um, you know, have a pack of smokes and a couple beers inside the locker room before they came out for every pitch. <laughs> yeah, <it's good>. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else to add today, man? No, brother. Uh, just don't forget, Hometown Sports Media has doubleheaders today, this afternoon. Be sure to listen in. Um, like I said, it's it's going to be a good day for both Bowden and Hurt County. Rooting them on, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the year goes for them. Let's do it. Let's do it. Get out there. Us today, Thursday. Today is Thursday, so we'll today be back. Is Thursday. Today is Thursday. I'm, I'm getting. I'm losing track of my days here, uh, like normal. Uh, but we will see you all tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors. <laughs>